I don't wanna be the boy that runs in the back I don't wanna be the kid that falls in the dark All I really want to be is the guy that gets that girl Welcome to the AJ Steele Show. We discuss politics, sex, money, and everything in between. And now, here's your host, an immigrant, a self-made millionaire, an American, AJ Steele. Ladies and gentlemen, the screams that you just heard, the pleads, the cries, the mothers, that's not the Holocaust. That's not a Steven Spielberg movie. What you just heard are the parents in Uvalde, Texas, pleading with police officers, pleading with them to go in and save their babies. These big, tough police officers with their shiny badges and sunglasses and weapons and, and bulletproof vests. No, they're just standing there restraining the parents. They're not jumping in there to save the babies. They're not jumping in there to be heroes. They're standing around like impotent douchebags with their tasers drawn, but not to take down the lunatic, to take down the parents who wanted to storm the building to save their kids. Ladies and gentlemen, this is America. This is our America. We've become a nation of worthless men. We've become a nation of impotent men, sexually and emotionally. We've become a nation of cold-hearted women, women who callously go on social media, proud of the fact that they had abortions, proud. I've never seen anything like this before. When I watched this video of these poor parents, tears came to my eyes because those parents could be any one of us. Those beautiful kids, those beautiful babies that were murdered by this son-of-a-bitch lunatic could have been any of our kids. And I've seen these police officers. I've seen these cowards with my own eyes. I've seen what they do. I've seen how they take it easy on Black Lives Matter. I've seen how they take it easy on Antifa. And I've seen them arrest patriots on January 6th. I've seen them restrain people like me when I was protesting for Donald Trump here in California. They didn't bother with the criminals. They didn't bother with Antifa that was attacking us and spitting on us and cussing us. They bothered with 70-year-old ladies. They restrained them. 70 and 80 and even 90-year-old ladies with their American flags and glitter hats. That's who they took on. And you know what they are? They're a bunch of cowards. The whole lot of them. They're not worthy of wearing a uniform. They're not worthy of our respect. They're not worthy of the tax money that we pay to keep their fat asses eating donuts all day. And don't tell me that I hate police officers. My dad was a cop and my uncle was a cop. So I know all about it. 
I don't care if you like me. I don't care about all this back the blue crap. Why would we back the blue if the blue doesn't back us? Serve and protect? Who are they serving and protecting? The killers? The government? Or American citizens? What these worthless men of so-called law did in Uvalde, Texas is in many ways a perfect metaphor for our America. This is what our justice system has become. This is what our men have become. And a killer, he's a metaphor for all of our children. Neglected, drug addicted, video game obsessed, emasculated. We've turned all our children into soulless, heartless ghouls. That's what we've done to America. That's what we've done to our kids with our selfishness, our lack of interest, our narcissism. None of this happens in a vacuum. None of this came out of the blue. What is happening in our nation is a complete deterioration of morals and ethics and family. And the results are out there for all to see. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining the conversation here at the AJ Steele Show. Today is a very difficult day for me and a very difficult day for America. Anyone who has kids, anyone who has grandkids, anyone who's a teacher today, anyone who has a beating heart can't help but feel broken today. Broken about the deaths of those beautiful 19 children in Texas. Heartbroken about their teachers whose life have been cut short too. I feel so sad for all of these parents who lost their kids and grandparents and their friends. But even more, I feel sad for America. We've become a very cynical nation, a very sad place. And I don't know if there's ever coming back from here. I have so much more to talk about on this horrible day of national sadness about the killer about the reasons why it happened, about what we can do to stop this insanity, and about the devils in the media and government who absolutely love that this is happening to us and who would like nothing better if this mayhem would continue in perpetuity. I hope you stick around. This is the AJ Steele Show. The AJ Steele Show. Think of your loudmouth best friend, hated by all the wives, because he tells it just like it is. Welcome back to a very difficult AJ Steele Show. As we were taking our short break, I just learned that one of the teachers who died, Irma Garcia, last year's teacher of the year, well, her husband of 24 years just had a heart attack and died, leaving behind four children. He died of a broken heart. So like I was telling you, a tragedy like this has much deeper ramifications than just the horrible deaths of the people involved all the parents, all the grandparents, all the friends, all the broken hearts. And there's nothing that will bring these people back. 
during our break, I was also listening to some of the screams and the wails of the parents whose kids were being massacred while they were being held back by these police officers with their bulletproof vests and their big guns. Instead of breaking into that classroom and trying to save those kids, they were busy out there restraining their parents for over 40 minutes. 40 minutes of hell. And his parents were screaming at them, we don't need a vest, we'll run in there. We'll storm the place. It's been an hour, we can't get our kids out. There's kids in there. One of the distraught moms even yelled at the officer, you're scared of getting shot? I'll go in without a vest. And you know what? She would have gone in without a vest. All these parents would have gone there without a vest and without guns to save their children. God bless these moms. Don't you understand? They shouted at them. Our kids are in there. And you cops aren't doing anything. You're not doing anything you're supposed to do. Stop standing around and go save our kids. Or just let us do it, they pleaded. But they didn't stop standing around or go charge the building like they should have. They stood around for over an hour, waiting for the tactical team to come in. Now, I don't want this to turn into an anti-police creed. Because the police officers aren't the ones that killed those kids. The police officers, in some ways, are another symptom of our sick society. A society where men are not men anymore. A society which tells us to not follow our instincts anymore, but to follow the government. To not believe our eyes, but to believe their lies. A society that has lost its bearing. And a society that's been put under the spell of these lefty progressive devils who care nothing about kids, who care nothing about women, who care nothing about families, and care only about one thing, and that is power. Power now, power tomorrow, power forever. And all of us little people be damned. And we went right along with it. We bought the big lie. We left God behind. We left religion behind. We forgot about the family. We've let them indoctrinate our kids into the insanity of the LGBTQ movement. We bought the big lie that pot was good for you. Pot doesn't hurt you. Smoke some weed. It's not addictive. It's not even a drug. And we bought the lies of the media about our elections. We bought the lies of the media about the trans movement. And look at us now. Men are not men anymore. Women, they're not even women anymore. And our kids, our, our kids don't even know what the heck they are anymore. We've lost what made us special. We've betrayed our most basic instincts. And in the process, we have lost our will to survive as a nation and as a people. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer was their strategy from the first moment. And it appears to me to have succeeded. But now that we've talked about the failure of the police to control the situation and to give those little children a chance to live, I'd like to turn my sights on what led to this tragedy in the first place and to the killer. Look, the simple fact is that we've been emasculating our men, our boys, ever since the 60s. A lot of it came from the feminist movement. I can get Freudian on you and start talking about penis envy and I can start talking about women scorned and this and that. But the fact remains that men have been pushed away from being men. A big part of being a male and what defines us as men has to do with testosterone. Testosterone makes us angry. It gives us passion. It turns us into warriors. 
but it also gives us our strength and our fatherly duties and our ingrained need to protect those whom we perceive need protection, those who happen to be physically weaker than us, our women and our children and the elderly. Now, these things have been taken away from us. Why? Because women are now considered equal. And of course, they're equal on a social level. Of course, they're equal as human beings, but they're not the same as us. And there's nothing wrong with that. Women are women, men are men. But when you start blurring that line, you end up with men who are emasculated. You end up with men who feel that they don't have a purpose anymore. This starts as soon as we go to school. The teachers keep telling us, don't be aggressive. Don't play football. Don't engage in any kind of competitive sports. Don't run around. We're all winners. Everybody's the same. Well, it doesn't work that way. Boys need to have activity. And boys are a little bit aggressive by nature. Now, I'm not talking about letting people hit each other all day and fight. But the competitiveness is a part of what growing up is. Being aggressive and being able to channel that aggression into things like sports, like football or wrestling or, or riding motorcycles or even shooting guns for that matter is a part of our development as men. And these psychotic feminists and people in our government and in our Department of Education are trying to breed this out of them. Last week, we had an interview with a famous psychiatrist, and he talked about the LGBTQ movement and the indoctrination, and we talked about the COVID lockdowns and their effect on kids. So I started brushing up on my old psychology books from back in college, and I reread something that I studied back then and I agreed with, and I think that we're lacking in a society. There's a thing called the catharsis theory, and catharsis means purging or cleansing or renewing. And the main concept behind his theory is that kids need to let out their energy. Kids need to have a slight aggressive side. They need to exercise. They need to run around. Maybe they need to argue with each other, even fight at times in order to release all of their inner anger so it doesn't just grow and grow and boil over and explode. It makes perfect sense. You know, when you have a pressure cooker... If you let the pressure grow and grow and you don't have a valve to release some of the pressure from time to time, the cooker will explode. Well, kids are exactly the same way. That's how they're built. And especially boys who have testosterone. When I was a younger man, I used to argue with my wife a lot more than I do now. Because, you know, you get a little bit older, you get more comfortable and you say, ah, it's not worth it. But I remember her getting very angry at me because... I used to get mad and irritated quite often. And then I used to forget all about it within five minutes. And she said, oh, you men, that's what you do. You get angry and you forget about it. And us women, we're angry for weeks. Well, it's kind of true. But in some ways, the fact that I was angry often and let it go very quickly was my personal catharsis. Instead of getting angrier and angrier and getting in humongous fights, I let off a little steam quite often. Now, like I said, these days, I don't need to let off all that steam anymore because I get to do that right here at the AJ Steele Show. But the end result of me letting off steam in our younger years is that I'm still happily married after 30 years and I have four wonderful kids. (laughs) Too bad my wife didn't ascribe to this catharsis theory because she still holds things bottled inside. But getting back to what we're talking about, 
if you think about it, schools today are so restrictive. You can't do this. You can't do that. If the kid misbehaves, give him Ritalin, give him antidepressants, send him to the principal, get the school psychologist to talk to him. There's a lot of human emotions that need to be expressed, but are instead bottled up either by chemicals or by rules that control every aspect of their lives. Now, like I said before, boys have a lot of testosterone and testosterone can sometimes express itself in violence. That's why boys in many cases are more athletic. That's why boys in many cases are more competitive. That's why boys like to fight and argue sometimes. And that's the exact reason why many female athletes take testosterone to enhance that violence and competitiveness in them. Not to mention the fact that it helps build muscle. If only those kids got to express that violence streak in them in a positive way. If only they had a chance to have that pressure relieved by sports or competitiveness or just by letting boys be boys. That doesn't happen anymore. And so the anger builds up. That, along with the fact that they're constantly being bombarded with nonstop cues and messages that masculine behavior is bad, that they should stop thinking for themselves, that they should start acting like drones. They need to act gay. They need to put makeup on. They're being taught to act against everything that their nature and biology tells them to do. And this translates to the police officers who did nothing, in my opinion, because Men don't think for themselves. They can't think outside the box. They've been funneled into this tiny, tiny little box of existence where they can't act out on their natural impulses. They can't be masculine. They can't be men. They become completely dependent on orders from other people and they're not allowed to think for themselves and they're not really needed anymore. Growing up, I've always heard the tales of many men who retire early and ended up dying within a year or so. And they didn't die because they were sick. They died because they weren't needed. They didn't feel that they had a purpose anymore. And my perception is that in many ways, a lot of American males feel that they've been put out to pasture. But not only that, I feel that they've also been neutered and for all practical purposes, erased. Look, I have so much more to talk about on this sad day and I'm going to take a short break and I hope you stick around with us for the next segment. This is the AJ Steele Show. You're listening to the AJ Steele Show where no topic is off limits, no discussion too harsh, no truth more true. The AJ Steele Show, we tell it like it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to what is a very sad and sobering episode of the AJ Steele Show. We talked about catharsis. We talked about how the media and feminists and our government and our schools have been doing their best to basically oppress and suppress young boys and men and how we created a situation where all this pent-up energy that they have all this masculinity, all this testosterone-fueled anger and aggression explodes because it can't stay bottled up. All these horrible merchants of evil from the left 
are now reaping their whirlwind of all the evil things they've done to our children. But one thing we haven't talked about yet is what many of you out there consider to be a sacred cow or the elephant in the room. And the reason I'm saying it's the elephant in the room is due to the fact that whenever I talk about it or tweet about it or write about it, I always get attacked. And I'm not just talking about the left. I get slammed by plenty of people from the right, plenty of conservatives who attack me for this. And the reason they do so is for the simple reason that they are also addicted to this thing. And if you haven't already guessed what the elephant in the room is, it's called weed or pot or marijuana. So many of you in America don't even want to consider it to be a drug anymore. Oh, it's benign. Oh, it's a gateway drug, but usually most people don't become addicted to heavier things. Well, there's no need to become addicted to heavier things. Pot destroys your brain. Pot destroys your ambitions. Pot, in many cases, can lead to a psychosis-like behavior, and in some cases, even lead to schizophrenia. Pot makes people angry. It turns them into addicts. It makes them irritable. And most importantly, it makes them paranoid. Now, I've known many potheads in my life. I live in Marin County, California. I would say half or more of the people here smoke pot recreationally. And not one of them would ever tell you that they don't feel paranoia after they get high. Now let's talk about the symptoms of paranoia. And as I tell you about them, try to picture in your mind that monstrous killer, Salvador Ramos, who murdered 19 little kids and two teachers who happened to be mothers in cold blood. Some of the symptoms of paranoia include being defensive, hostile, and aggressive, being easily offended, believing you're always right and having trouble relaxing or letting your guard down, not being able to compromise, forgive, or accept criticism, not being able to trust or confide in other people, Reading hidden meanings into other people's normal behaviors. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like Salvador Ramos to you? And it gets worse. Paranoia can make it hard for you to trust others. It can cause negative thoughts about people that aren't true. Thoughts like they don't like me. They're making fun of me. Or even they're plotting against me. And in those cases, it doesn't matter. No amount of evidence will convince you otherwise. This is what you call paranoia. Now think of the killer Salvador Ramos. Think about the killer in Buffalo who murdered 10 people. Think about Columbine. Think about most of these mass shootings. They're always being done by young people who do drugs. And yet society tells us that it's okay to smoke pot. It's benign. And every lefty in the world would attack me for this. Well, I smoke pot and I do fine. And uh, it, it doesn't do anything to me. Yeah, you're living with your mom, and you're 40 years old. Well, Jimmy, J- Jimmy Hendrix, he smoked weed, and he was the best guitar player in the world. Well, he died at 27, and he wasn't the greatest guitar player in the world because he smoked weed. He was talented. The weed just destroyed him. And then naturally, on the right, I get all the libertarians. Oh, it's your right to smoke pot. It's natural. Well, cocaine is also natural, and so is heroin. 
It comes from Asian poppies in Afghanistan. You know who are the people that always fight and try to convince everyone that pot is okay? Potheads. Potheads and the government. Most potheads are so addicted to these drugs that they can't stop taking them. And they will try to convince anybody that it's okay to take pot and that they're not addicted and it has no effects on them. Because misery loves company and they have to justify their patheticness. But the government, specifically the lefty government, also likes you to smoke pot. That's why they're trying to legalize it. Every blue state has some kind of legalization process to make it okay to smoke weed. And why is that? Is it just about tax money? Or is it a lot deeper than that? And obviously, it's not just about money. People that smoke pot are mellow. People that smoke pot don't think for themselves. They're easy to lead. They're easy to control. They become absolutely dependent on their weed and on the government. And then they'll vote for you for life. And they'll never question what you do. They don't question how much money you stole. They don't question how many wars you started. They just go with the flow. And so what if a few of them snap and kill some kids in Texas? It's not their kids. It's just some poor Mexican kids. And they'll vote for us anyway. Most of the children of these lefty and even right-wing politicians, they're not in public school with your and my kids. They're in private schools. They don't care. They're safe. They have gates and they have guards with guns. They don't have to worry about potheads. They don't have to worry about people snapping because they did too many drugs or because they played too many stupid video games that they've become addicted to because of all their pot use. They're safe. And then once a year or every six months when a shooting like this happens, they can score political points. Yep, let's blame the guns. It's the gun owners. It's white people. It's racism. This is what it's all about. It's a game. It's a game, don't you see? They're playing Russian roulette with house money. They're playing Russian roulette with our children. Because it's not them on the line. It's not their head or brain getting blown off. It's our kids. And of course, it's not just pot that's destroying our youth. It's not just pot that's making everybody so paranoid and so angry. We can talk about video game addiction that makes them so desensitized to killing people and makes them so isolated and alone and in a bubble. We can talk about social media where you can just attack anyone you want with impunity and anonymity. And then all of a sudden, when you deal with real people, You have that rage in you. You have that same anger. You lose your humanity. You lose your compassion. We can talk about our media, which constantly pushes us to hate each other, to blame each other, to feel like victims instead of working together. But maybe worst of all, we can point our finger at our politicians. These politicians have become merchants of hatred and blood and terror. These politicians are the ones who are pushing us to do drugs to legalize them, to obliterate our children's minds, to destroy our resistance. On the same day that these poor kids were murdered in Texas, 19 beautiful souls and two beautiful teachers, a man who used to be the president of the United States of America, I don't know if I should call him a man, maybe just a devil, Barack Obama tweeted this, As we grieve the children of Uvalde today, We should take time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of George Floyd. 
under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him. This son of a bitch, on the day that these beautiful, innocent kids were murdered, dares to compare them to that scum, that drug addict George Floyd. On the day their little souls went to heaven, on the day all of these parents lost a big piece of their lives, this creature, Obama, is doing the best he can to divide our nation just a little bit more. Let's just pour more fuel on that fire, the fire that's already raging in our broken hearts, in our broken nation. He could have written a separate tweet about George Floyd. He could have not tied those two together, those angelic kids in that drug-addicted street bum, that worthless piece of human garbage. But he didn't. And this was no mistake. Remember what I always say, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. And yet in my heart, all I can hear is those children's screams and their parents. Their blood screams at us. Why? Why? I don't know where we're headed from here. I don't know how to solve the problems in this nation. I just know that our problems are deeper and scarier than anything I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I really don't know how we climb out of this hole. My dear friends, I want to thank you because today you are my confession. You are my priests. Thank you for sticking around and listening to the AJ Steele Show. I wish I had more good news to share with you. I wish I could have given you real answers. All I can tell you is go home and hug your children, hug your grandchildren. Hug the people you love and be happy that you still have them. And don't forget to say a prayer or to just spend some time thinking about all those sad parents there in Texas who lost everything. God bless you and God bless America. All I really want to be is a guy that gets the The AJ Steele Show, copyrighted 2022.